0: Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak for all your kayak fishing accessory needs. Go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company for all your hard and soft bait needs. Go to the 153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another live OG show. Hi, Jay. Welcome back. Oh, hi, Brian. The place looks great. (laughs) You've been on hiatus for a couple weeks. I have. Um, have. Do you care to indulge the good folks at home? We kind of brought it up last week. Uh, Week one, you were out because you... um, according to you pile drive pile drove the ground with your face
1: yeah it turns out i uh i concussed myself, I concussed myself. <laughs> yeah i didn't realize it but after talking to seth about the noises i was making <laughs> you know it's weird i was like awake for it yeah. like i knew i was doing it but, like i didn't
0: it wasn't conscious of it
1: yeah so yeah mountain biking can suck sometimes um wear a helmet Always wear a helmet, <laughs> save you noggin in this beautiful face. I mean yeah. uh yeah. <laughs> beautiful face. Oh so <laughs> but yeah, um yeah, it, it's uh you know so that was one of the weeks.
0: Yeah, and then uh you were in Tennessee last week. Good trip, yep. good trip,
1: yeah, great trip. Uh closed on a house. Look at
0: that. She's all grown up. I'm gonna be a Tennessean. <laughs> I'll be you yeah.
1: pretty much. <laughs> but uh yeah, closed on a house north of Knoxville. It's pretty sweet.
0: Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Blaine Upton in the chat. What's up, brother? Hope you're doing well. Um, <laughs> He said, Beautiful. That's what they're calling it. <laughs> and... Thank you. Thank you. I, I will yeah. PayPal you that 20 bucks, Blaine. He's going to be I the mean...
1: first person to get blocked.
0: <laughs> no, no. Blaine's one of my homies. Are yeah, you he's sure? good. He's are good. You sure? Blaine is well, good. I
1: mean, we could just do the dance like all the time. I control everything. Blaine,
0: him. you are good. You are good. <laughs> Um, if you guys are tuning in, go down in that lower left-hand corner, smash that share button, uh, drop in the comments down below where you're listening to or listening from, uh, what kind of kayak you're floating out of all that good stuff. If you're in a boat, drop it in there too. We like boat boys.
1: Yeah. Except for Blaine.
0: No, Blaine's all right. He's on team new canoe. No, nah, man. Yeah, he's, done. he's good. You he's know good. what?
1: You're cut, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I call I, Matt I, right away. You're done.
0: <laughs> don't worry, Blaine. You're good. You're good. Um, what other announcements, uh, next week, August 28th, Saturday, we got our Toledo, Ohio event, uh, that's up on tourney X. I'll get Jay to drop that down in the chat, uh, for you guys. If you want to attend, if you're listening later on the podcast platforms, we'll put it in the show notes, uh, Toledo, Ohio, it's part of Lake Erie in the Maumee river, uh, normal kayak tournament, uh, from the trail series, uh, what else you got? Anything else? Am I missing anything before we get started? <sighs> it's good to have you back, Jay. Good <laughs> to have you back. <laughs> uh, we got none other than Sarah Lamps Lampson. Did I pronounce yes. from Lakewood Products? Joining us tonight. I got to meet Sarah down at iCast. Uh, I'm really familiar with their products, I used to use them a ton when I did the walleye tournaments and stuff like that. Came across their booth and I was like, oh, I know these guys. And we got to talking and you guys got some cool new products uh, that came out this year. Plus your existing inventory of cool stuff. So we figured we'd get her on. I know uh, we had um, Crappie Junction on a couple months ago. I know they work with you guys and uh, they always rant and rave to me about uh, all your ice fishing stuff. Uh, So we figured, you know, let's let's get you guys on. Talk about it. Uh, You guys offer some cool, different, unique um, tackle storage options, but not only that, but like firearms, uh, archery, ice fishing gear, all that good stuff. So, Sarah, uh, welcome to the show. Why don't you give us like a little background on yourself and in Lakewood and how Lakewood got started and all that good stuff? Well,
2: first of all, I forgot to bring my helmet. I don't want to like <laughs> just some accident holy stuff going on in here.
1: Wow, she just jumped right in. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. She fits right in with our group.
2: <laughs> I, I have questions, but I'll just ask those later because I kind of right. want more of the story about oh. this like busting your face. <laughs> Um, no. So for those of you who know me, I'm Sarah with Lakewood. And those of you who don't, um, I am the sales and marketing director here for Lakewood Products. We are a made in the USA company up here in Green Bay, Wisconsin. The company has been around for, I think we figured almost 30 years now. Oh, wow. um, we've been really well known for the gun cases, bow cases, and then the musky industry. Mm-hmm. You say Lakewood in the musky world and everybody knows who we are. Oh, yeah. And then we, I was tasked when I got hired on a couple of years ago to start expanding the fishing a little bit. And that's what we've been doing. So we have things for walleye. We've got things for ice fishing, a little bit of everything. And we have so many cool things in the works. Um, I'll leak a few here and there. Oh, um, there we go. Exclusives.
3: (laughs) Exclusives.
2: (laughs) Yes. Um, but no, when you stopped by the booth, Brian, um, you came by cause the sidekick case kind of drew you in. And so we've kind of been doing that for the kayak guys a little bit and yeah, everybody just get online and check us out. And there's lots of stuff and we'll be talking about it for the next little bit.
0: Yeah. And I just dropped the link down to their website in the chat as well. And again, guys and gals listening on the podcast platforms later, uh, I'll drop their link in the show notes so you guys can go and check that out. But, um, yeah, the sidekick is definitely something like, I was like, this is kind of cool. Like at first it looked, um, you know, to be honest, like it looked yeah. like a normal tackle bag. And then I really started to, to dive in and look at it. And then you and I started chatting and I was like, Ooh, this is like kind of cool. Like, and and that was what really sparked my interest in having you on the show, because I think it's something cool that a lot of guys could utilize, you know, like, Everybody's always looking for like a different, you know, tackle storage option on the kayak. Like a lot of guys use milk crates or, you know, Black Pack XD crate by Yak Gadget, things like that, which is good. But this little sidekick, I think, would be a nice addition to that, so to speak. Um, So I got it pulled up on the screen if you want to run through like kind of some of the features of it um, and then save the standing platform for last. Cause I want to talk about that. Cause I got oh. to test that out.
2: Okay. Okay. I won't, I won't say anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, No. So all of our cases, the concept originally started with the musky stuff, boat cases, gun cases as a drop-in design. And so it's a little bit outside the box as to what people are used to. And it's a hanging bait storage system. So your baits are not tangled lures and all of that stuff. And as you can see from the pictures there, we have taken that hanging storage, and we've combined it because we know everybody's going to run their utility boxes, we know they're going to need a spot to put plastics depending on what you're fishing for. Maybe you got to throw your snacks in there. I've got a couple people that need to throw snacks in there. They don't want their snacks munched. And so by doing that, we've kind of done this all around case um, and it fits most kayaks. I mean, it's not going to fit everyone, but it'll go up on front. And the cool part about it is it's made out of a durable ABS, which you'll touch on later. Um, and then the outside is a water resistant foam backed material. So it actually floats. So if for some odd reason, this happens to come off your kayak boat or your kids knock it in at the dock and it's zipped up, it will float long enough for you to kind of go back and get it.
0: Yeah. And that was the one thing because John Graves right before I cast had flipped his kayak and lost all his gear. And like, how many times a year do we hear that story? Mm -hmm. You know? And I was like, I know a couple guys that could have probably saved a few hundred to thousands of dollars by, yeah, <laughs> by did. having something that floats. And it really like, I don't know, it kind of clicked with me when we talked about it. And, um, you know, that floating aspect is what really drew me in because in the kayak world, if you flip over or fall out of your boat, something like that, or knock something out of your boat, nine times out of 10, you're not getting it back. So I thought that was right. like super unique, but um trying to find the picture so this is actually the crate that's a new canoe frontier 12 great great yep. choice of boats glad you yes. guys I, decided I that <laughs> but so, i
2: uploaded that today before the you know theme oh and- all right all right, <laughs> all right. i'm kidding I
0: see that marketing <laughs> side of you kicking in there uh-huh.
2: just kidding but
0: um what was unique you were like you could stand on this and i was like what i'm like look at me like six four you know i know I may look a little slender at times, but let me turn sideways so you could really see my profile. You sure you want me to stand on this? And you're like, I'm telling you, it's totally fine. Go ahead and stand on it. And I stood on it and it was like, it was like standing on a brick. Really? So like, what's unique, like if you had that box up in the front, um, during spring, during the spawn, you could stand on it and get some extra height. And sight fish, that was one of the things that I thought was really unique and really cool about it. You know, getting that extra, you know, step up um, to uh, actually see where you're fishing and things like that. There's so Spot fishing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So super cool.
1: Is that thing small enough to go under a seat? It looks like it's kind of...
0: it. Under a new canoe seat, yes. Yeah. Like it's going to depend uh, on the kayak right. for sure. Like on the on the seat heights, but like with the new new canoe seat, absolutely will fit yeah. under there for sure. Yep. Um, I forget the exact dimensions. Um,
2: yeah, they're. I want to so, say it's like almost twenty by. Oh, there it is, right there. I'm yeah, from, uh,
0: nineteen and three quarter long, 11 and a half wide, and seven inches tall. Yep. So it'll definitely fit. Definitely fit. So super cool, man. I, I, I love the, the idea behind it. I see a couple guys in the chat chiming in, love the floating idea. Nicholas Beltran. What's up yeah. brother? Alex Peters, who was on the podcast today with the boys from final cast, he makes his own baits and he runs a Facebook group, uh, small Mouth fishing, Ohio, I think is the correct term. Get Alex dropped that down get on get the chat.
1: Retaining I'm,
0: I'm trying, Tell bro. Like I, with skills. everything going on, I try um but uh yeah i mean the floating thing especially in the kayak world is so huge like is it are all your products um do they have that floating aspect to them because they're like soft-sided cases
2: most of them will we have come out with some new things that have like a mesh bottom to them obviously water is going to get in there those aren't going to float um Some of our other cases, like the saltwater cases, won't float. They don't have the foam backed. And then also they've got the mesh on the top and the bottom. But the majority of them will. All the musky cases, most of the walleye cases, the sidekick, um, the ice rod cases, the bow cases, the gun cases. Anything that's going to be completely closed with the ABS and doesn't have like a mesh bottom to it, it will float. And then they've got the lifetime warranty on them too, too. Um, and everything's made right here in the USA, which is kind of a big deal for a lot of people nowadays.
0: That's super cool. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Um, very much agree with
3: that.
0: Yeah, I I mean right up there by Green Bay, man. This is walleye country, bro. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we need to
0: go up there. Um, well, you were talking about the mesh bags, and uh I've been eyeing this thing out uh, a little bit as well. The uh the money bags. Uh, which I think is a cool little solution. You know, if you didn't want to do a crate, you could have this bag with your 3,700 boxes in the back of the boat mm-hmm. and things like that. But not to steer away from the sidekick real quick, but, you know, when you and I had talked about that, you're like, you know, it's, it's kind of for the kayak anglers, the co-anglers, which I know a lot of guys in kayak fishing are doing the co-angler thing. Nice option to bring a good variety of baits when you're jumping on somebody else's boat as a co-angler, the bank, bank beaters, you know, like um, just multiple options there with a ton of storage for such a little unit, I think.
2: Yeah, it, it did really well. When we were down at the Classic, a lot of the bass guys down there, we I don't even know how many we sold, but they were very excited because you nailed it with the co-angler situation. You don't have a lot of room. You need to have a box that's going to go under a console, under a seat, get out of the way when you're that co-angler. And it gives you the flexibility to kind of load it up with a little bit of everything. Sure. Um, we had a couple guys down there. They even talked about utilizing because um, where the hanging lure portion is, you can actually pull those dividers completely out. Mm-hmm. And so they talked about putting some, you know, the frogs would fit in there a different way. They could put some of their other plastics in there, and so you can kind of tear it apart and make it very customizable. And make it as you need it to be. Plus, it's versatile enough that. You could do what you need to do for spring, but if you've got to change your setup for fall, it's going to accommodate that.
3: to get 50% off.
0: Yeah. That's what I thought was super cool. Um, that you and I had talked about when we were down at ICAST is like, well, if you don't want the hanging dividers, you can pull those out. You can throw more 3,600 boxes in things like that. Yep. Will you guys ever make like a little bit bigger version that'll hold like 3,700 boxes?
2: That is something that's in the works. Okay. All (laughs) right. Just dropped here. Just dropped here. Nice. Um, (laughs) So we are getting a lot of people that are asking about that. We used to have a box, oh, it's been quite a while ago, where it housed just 3700s. That's all it had okay. in it. Um, but it didn't really have anything for the hanging storage. Then there was a musky box. It kind of had a little bit of both. And so we're talking about doing the same concept. We're going to change it up just a little bit. Um, So the footprint's going to be exactly like the sidekick just bigger to accommodate the 3700 so the 3700s will go in the longer way you'll still have some hanging storage the pockets and then you'll be able to hang like your bigger swim baits because that was something we got a lot of feedback on going to all the different shows in different parts of the country this year was the sizes of the swim baits and being able to have like a larger swim bait container um so that's kind of been something we've been looking at too
0: cool yeah i mean that was the one thing i thought about because i know a lot of kayak guys they run 3700 boxes versus mm-hmm. like 36 and Um, you know, that was, my question was like, you know, will you guys do an upgraded or a bigger version? So it hold those 3700s and, you know, not only that, but give you a little bit more storage room as well, you know, or tackle storage.
2: Yeah, we're trying to accommodate both sizes of the utility boxes on the sidekick. The mesh bag that you just had up a little bit ago, that's been good for the 3700s. Um, Mm -hmm. Throwing rain gear in. The moms throw toys and gloves and jackets in their vehicles in it. Um, You can pretty much throw anything you want in that thing. It's made out of a mildew resistant material it's very durable. It's for outdoor furniture actually. So you're not going to see it, you know, deteriorate. You can freshwater rinse it. The saltwater guys love it. Yeah. And so kind of the thing with that is we started with the 3,700. That was where the need was to fit into boat compartments. So guys can actually stack what they need to in their boat compartment, pull it out instead of pulling each box out at a time. And then you can flip them, set them up on your garage shelves and all your stuff's not going to come crashing down. Well, now we're going to take and make a 3,600 size for that. So we're trying to kind of hit everybody a little bit, but we got to make sure we're going to sell it too. We don't want to have just a bunch of SKUs out there where we've got all this stuff and nothing's Mm -hmm. going to sell. So
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, We got Nicholas Beltran in the chat. Uh, He says, not very familiar with the brand and also products, but are there plans on making a box that will allow to store line, like a line storage box?
2: So just strictly fishing line, is that what he's thinking? Yep. Is that how I'm reading it? Okay. Yep. Um, We have, most of our stuff has pockets on it. So most of the cases now will accommodate your line. Um, The mesh bags are a perfect thing for that as well. As far as an actual line box, not at this time, but again, like you look at that sidekick, you don't have to put the utility boxes over on that left side. If you're looking at it, you can pull that out, fill that with line. Um, where you can hang your spinner baits on the opposite side. A lot of guys will throw their 3,600 boxes into that slot because we were very specific when we designed it to make sure that that would fit there too in case people needed that open spot. So um, as you kind of look at it, Nicholas, and everybody else out there, there's like a bunch of just different options with the different cases with pockets and ways that you can utilize the storage. But to answer your question, we do not have just a specific line box at this time.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Nicholas, thank you for the question. Yes. Sir.
2: Thanks for the question, Nicholas.
0: Um, where was I going? <laughs> you hit me with a blank, Nicholas. What were you doing, man? <laughs> no, we like uh, these
2: questions. Keep those coming. Maybe we'll do some yeah. giveaways and some goodies here or something.
0: <laughs> Ooh, there you go. There you go. He said, perfect. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's what I was going to say. So with, with the, um, Hanging storage, because I've gotten asked this question a few times as I've um, talked about that sidekick box to a few or sidekick bag to a few folks um, and they've gone on, looked at it and things like that. So with like the big question I get is with the hanging storage, like if the box were to fall over or tip on its side, are the baits going to come out of the little slots that they sit on?
2: No, we actually have a patent pending design. Um, It is called the lure saver hook slots. And so the way that those are hung in there, you can take the cases, shake them around, do what you need to do, and you're not going to lose all your stuff. Is it hundred percent foolproof? No, but you're going to see probably about a 98, 99% success rate. We came out with a smaller jig and wrap box, the vault. And you want to talk about a headache because those little tiny lures, trying to make sure that those stayed, we ran that through the the ringer on testing just to make sure the baits didn't come out because those guys are running them across the ice. They're putting them into their boat compartments. And so there's constantly movement and it getting turned upside down. And we spend a lot of time on that. So it's something we kind of pride ourselves in is making sure stuff gets tested before we just throw it out there. So with that, no, you're not going to see your baits fall out. Um, Our owner, actually, he just took his sidekick on a vacation he's been on and he actually sent me pictures where he knocked it out of the back of his truck and everything stayed exactly where it was supposed to.
0: Nice. That's cool. I like that. Well, I know from experience and like I just wanted to bring it up, um, you know, because when we used to fish the walleye, uh, or when I used to fish with my buddy doing the walleye tournaments, you know he had a a, a box for running all his big stick bait, crank baits, and we all know how that is. You get a thirty seven hundred box, and you try jamming it full with as many baits as possible, yeah. and then when you need one, you pull it out. But there's like six yeah. of them and attached to that, <laughs> and now you're like undoing the hooks. And I remember when Scotty bought it, he was like crankbaits are in that box. And I was like, what What the heck is this? It looked like a cooler to me, yeah. you know, and I zip it open and I'm like, this is genius. <laughs> this is yeah. genius. Like I don't have to have it. 8 million hooks in my hand before I get the bait we need out of there, which is, which is kind of cool. And uh, I think that last photo I had pulled up was the vault, which I thought would be great for like crankbaits, you know, guys that, you know, want to throw all their square bills or whatever, you know, in one box and not have them all tangled up.
1: Well, I was thinking too, like what, you know, she was saying that they're big in the musky world. Like, yeah, I definitely know what those musky baits, man. If you don't have something yeah, that can hold all that stuff, that is a, that that's a dangerous mess. Yes. With those hooks yes. and everything.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. No, yeah, and here's...
1: even
2: like, yeah, with the musky guys, we've even come up with one that goes around their pedestal so they can hang stuff on the pedestals. So you're not stepping mm-hmm. on those big hooks all over your boat deck as well.
0: that's That's the vault there yep i could see stuff in quite a few square bills or you know deep diving crankbaits in there and that thing's only four inches tall
2: yes it is the footprint of a 3700 but it's four inches in height um again that was the one that we tested where you can turn that thing put it into your boat compartments throw it around throw it on a milk crate take it out on your machines ice fishing it's been a very very big seller and so another spoiler alert Um, Hope everybody's paying attention. With that, we are also going to keep the footprint of the 3,700, but then we will be coming up with some different heights and sizing and configurations Mm. on the inside as well.
0: Nice. I like it.
2: And -hmm. then that one's got the mesh bottom. So don't throw that overboard um, unless you're (laughs) really mad at your baits, because you're going to lose it. Um, (laughs) But that mesh bottom allows for the drying, especially when it's inside your boat compartments.
1: What about like a double decker too? Like a little section you can pull out.
2: Oh. Oh, you might be onto something there.
1: Yeah, I'll invoice you.
2: <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> uh,
0: I, had, I was thinking about that as well. <laughs> I was thinking about that as well. Um, First piece, buddy. <laughs> here's the, uh, the Shad Mate box. Yeah. So that's just a little taller.
2: That's a five inch in height. Um, And it's more of a square design. It's not the footprint of the 3,700. That right there shows um, the lure savers. We have two different designs depending on the baits that are being hung and their sizing. Um, But that was kind of, we like to say that back in the day, 30 years ago, the guys who kind of came up with Lakewood originally developed this hanging concept. And we have seen a lot of other companies come out, try to duplicate it. But the thing that kind of sets us apart is the fact that, I mean, our stuff hangs in there, it locks in there. It's not going anywhere, you know, plus we've been around long enough. It's all made here in America. We've got the lifetime warranty on it. So.
0: Nice. Nice. I know, uh, I saw our man, Nicholas, uh, in the chat. Now he's like, just drilling us with a question. He says, uh, how's it deal with the sun? Um, Like as far as fading, all that stuff.
2: We've got a UV resistant material in there. So I've seen cases come back for like a zipper repair that are now probably 20 years old. And you'll see a little bit of fading on them. Um, Some fade more than others. Like we used to run a camo fishing pattern on our tackle boxes That fades with the colors in it, but the blacks and the grays do really, really well. Um, green would probably be closely behind, and then some of the other colors that we've discontinued that you just don't see anymore, it's because they weren't, you know, wearing as well in the sun. But yeah, you're not gonna have a problem with it, they're meant to be outside and used and abused.
0: Right on, Nick says, I love the honesty. Well, that's what you get when you come (laughs) here, bro. We We told you, real.
2: I mean, I was bashing him about his helmet (laughs) issue, so hey.
0: well so revisited that.
2: <laughs> i'm gonna sprinkle that in here yeah i love it i, I love it. The story and i'm like sarah is
0: my new best story? friend you should be our new like third co-host i i keep I you around know. to pick on jay oh,
2: man. <laughs> i might get censored
0: <laughs> um this was something i was thinking about earlier today um when um when I was thinking about all the questions I had to ask you and uh, and I was kind of running through the product line and Nicholas asked, he said, okay, so what about rod cases? Like, I know you guys have, the new ice fishing rod case, which we'll get to later in the show. And I saw that at ICAST and I yes. was like super impressed. I even got to take a picture and send it to some friends and make them really <laughs> jealous because I got to see it before them. Sorry, crappie <laughs> junction. But
2: we uh you, Josh and Emily. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but are you guys thinking about doing like a full fishing rod case, like kind of similar to what the ice rod case is?
2: We would love to, and we've had a lot of requests for that. What it really comes down to is the shipping cost
3: because
2: (laughs) I mean, you start getting in that oversized bracket and FedEx and UPS literally bend you over and kill you. And so that's been a concern of ours. It's like, okay, we could come out with it. People are probably going to use it. We've had them talk about it for the back of their trucks, all of this stuff. I'm not going to say that we would never do something like that. Is it going to happen in the near future? Probably not just because you start getting into that oversized shipping and then we're going to have to charge you a lot of money to ship the stuff.
0: I can attest to that. So uh, shout out to the guys down at, jeez, uh, now I'm going to forget. Is it Naka, North Al? No, not North Alabama. Uh, North Georgia. Um, uh, veterans Kayak Fishing Guys. They had that charity tournament down there in Lanier. And I gave away a fishing rod. And the guy that won uh, wanted an eight-foot swim bait rod. Yep. Get this. Eight foot swim bait rod to ship from New York to Georgia, mm-hmm. two hundred bucks because yeah. of the length.
1: That's Link. why I only use telescoping rods. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was kind of obnoxious. I was like, because I was like, ah, oh, it'll probably be a little extra, you know, whatever. You know, yeah, normally they no. ship it in an eight foot tube, and I'm like, what are they going to do? Make mm-hmm. the rod tube like an extra six inches? No big deal and uh dude from douglas sent me a message and he was like um so yeah shipping is 200 bucks and i was like don't ship that yet let me contact this guy because uh yeah i'm not paying that 200 bucks as much as i love giving free stuff away like 200 bucks for shipping is more than you know almost more than what the rod was you know
1: what about making like a collapsing case you know
2: kind of takes away for what we're known for with the abs durability um Mm -hmm. i mean there's been some different talk we did have um somebody come by and look at the ice rod case that we'll be talking about two different people at ICAST they want to use it for their fly rods because Mm -hmm. the fly rods break down and will fit into that so there's some options there um like i said i'm not gonna say we would never do that it's just gets to a point where it's like okay are people gonna spend you know the money that they spent on the case and then like you said drop another 200 or more on shipping i mean you start shipping that stuff to the west coast and that's gonna kill those guys
0: yeah absolutely i mean that's that's a problem man they gotta figure something out i mean how much harder is it to sh- eight and a half foot box compared to an eight foot box like how big of a difference is that after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers If we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan, for just fifteen bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash waypoint. That's mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I mean, I well, I mean, I know how it works <laughs> on, on a semi truck <laughs> I know. Carry the one, like, plus two. on a semi-truck it goes by pallet size right like but like yeah ups like come on man oh it's highway robbery i
1: know dude they'll just crack it in half and make it fit well
0: we've seen that a few times (laughs) we have seen that a few times so i can i can see the frustrations on that i know we've talked to a few people about the rod case rod box type deal and everybody's like uh you know we thought about it you know and it's I can see why now, like the, the logistics, we can make it no problem, but trying to ship it that I can see that being a huge deal.
2: Yeah. Cause even our like longer gun cases, um, we get dinged a little bit, not as excessively as a $200 bill, but sure, we needed to accommodate the guys running like the Creedmoors and longer rifle, longer barreled guns. So we went with it and it's still, it's kind of expensive to get those out the door too.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, you uh, know, it all goes by weight and package size, you know, shipping nowadays, which I know when you get, like we said, once you get over that eight foot mark is when they really like ding you. Yeah. Um, You know, back in the day we used to get, when I worked at the hardwood flooring company, you know, you get people that wanted 12 foot long trim pieces shipped and then you give them a shipping quote. And they're like, yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll two piece. I'll two piece it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, send send me yeah. two six footers. <laughs> but
1: you got a good saw blade, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right,
0: So yeah, I get it. I get it. It's crazy how how expensive that gets. Um, so anything else you want to touch on on the fishing side before we shift uh, shift gears here?
2: Well, with fall coming up, what's after fall? I Ice see fishing. Yeah. Yes. So we got to talk some ice fishing. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we've had out uh, what we call an ice pack, and that was designed for all the tip-up guys here in the Midwest. That went really well. And then people started approaching us for rod cases. So we came out with um, an original rod case that they had. Oh, my gosh. I think they've had that for over 15 years here. And then we decided to branch out and make it some different sizes and accommodate the longer rods. Um, That right there, that's the pack. You can actually sit on that, which is amazing. It goes over you, take it out, sit on it while you're jigging, set up your tip-ups. It's a pretty versatile pack. Um, We did make a change to that this year where we threw a mesh bottom on the bottom of that to help with draining when the guys throw their tip-ups in down inside. So that's been a very popular one. Um, But yeah, we came up with the three different size rod cases. And then this year for iCast, our new product was the greenback. And it is the ultimate rod case um, for ice fishing. It will actually hold up to the 44 inch rods. So those guys with the longer trout rods, all that stuff out east or wherever they might be. Um, The longer walleye rods, all of that. And then the concept with that was to have everything that you might need in one case. And so there she is. Um, So you'll see it's got customizable foam. Um, When you get it, you're gonna be able to like place the foam how you want it um, with your guides, also the handles, it'll kind of move, adjust if you're running the fly reels. Then it's got storage, you can kind of see where the pockets are But what's really unique about this case that other companies have tried to do and nobody got it figured out yet is the vault and lure wallets, your planos and stuff will fit underneath your rods and due to the ABS and you know how strong that is from standing on it, it's not going to come up and break your rods and you're not going to have to take all of your rods out to get to your stuff. You simply unzip the little secret compartment down there, pull everything out. Plus you've got your pockets It's also got a bunch of tie-down points for your snowmobiles, ATVs, um, UTVs, whatever you kind of want to put it on. It's not a run-and-gun case. I mean, a person could if they really wanted to, but it's designed to go on your machine or in your sled, and it's going to house everything that you need.
0: This case is sexy. I'm just (laughs) saying. (laughs) Me being an ice fishing guy, like when I saw it, I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. I think I need that. You need to come home with me.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then Josh and Emily would have been really mad at you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I should have somehow, like, just met just to mess with them, be like, yeah, Sarah gave it to me. I'm bringing it home. <laughs> yeah.
1: I would they, get prob- so they
0: probably would have drove down from Wisconsin <laughs> like, and, like, yeah, she looked for
1: you guys, but <laughs>
0: I was the only one there. Yeah. I was the only one there. <laughs> so they said they were waiting for you. You never showed. So it was mine. <laughs> Sorry, guys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, it got a ton of reviews. Um, The feedback was phenomenal. Um, We didn't win new products for ice fishing, but whatever. Um, But the exposure and the feedback, I mean, people coming to the booth and they're like, this is amazing. And then that's where we had a couple people show up and they said, I want to use this for my fly rods. Sure. And at first, I just kind of looked at them. I'm like uh it's a ice rod case and then it's like duh don't pigeonhole ourselves i mean this could be a rod case if somebody wants to take their rods down and take it and go wherever they need to but it was designed for ice fishing
1: yeah essentially it's all the same setup yeah i mean same the size cases and everything yeah fly rods
0: are typically four piece some some are two piece like some of the shorter like seven seven sixes but most of the time like those eight Mm-hmm. nine foot and even 10 11 foot rods are all four piece you know so i could totally see that like it's pretty genius that those guys like thought of that because i would yeah. have been like that's an ice rod case bro that's like, how fly I, rod. I
2: just kind of looked at them weird like what are you guys talking about
0: yeah <laughs> yeah well i can see that too and then not only that but you know where you would ideally put your you know your ice boxes and things like that like you're gonna put your fly boxes Mm
2: -hmm. absolutely you know so you can
0: totally load that up and just i can see that being utilized i'll have to send that to jd and be like yo bro check this out
1: and then all you gotta do if you really want to market to it since that's like your thing
0: you put a fly on it
1: yeah, or 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 like the brown yeah. trout, the brown yeah. trout
0: like yeah. scheme on the yeah, on yeah. the lid. Like then you'll sell it to all the fly fish Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. what we
2: really need to do because you can stand on them is take it out in a stream, stand on it, and hold your trout and be like, there "Hey, you now you're talking. <laughs> you now go. you're talking."
0: I'll volunteer for that. Um, I got you.
2: I got you. I'm as send long it down. As,
0: I, as long as I can tell Josh and Emily, I got one before they did <laughs>
2: If I get it out in the mail, yeah, you're gonna beat them at this oh, point.
1: <laughs>
0: oh man. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. But no, that is that's super cool. Like I would have never never thought of the, the fly rod thing. And and that's one of the things, man. There's like so many things in fishing that where you're like, oh, that's only for a boat, but then you can utilize it in a kayak or you know, ice fishing for fly fishing, and you know, so many of those things just cross crossover and you never really well, think about and it. And
2: we have a lot of customers that do that. So like in our fishing line, we have what we call the mini Magnum and the Magnum top shelf. And the mini Magnum is also can be used as a kayak case, um, shore fishing cause it just goes right over your shoulder. But the archery guys are loving that because they can actually take that to bow shoots, put all their veins, tools, everything they need in it. It's all stored and organized. And then the gun guys are like in the magnum top shelf because they can throw all their gun cleaning equipment in it, extra ammo. So just because we say it's one thing, I mean you can use it for whatever.
0: Yeah, that's super cool. I like it. Uh, did I where did I see that? I'm looking Which one for it. the mini magnum or yeah, the magnum is it mm-hmm. is it under archery or... nope it's
2: under fishing um both of them are under fishing mini magnum and then magnum top shelf They're identical it. it's just different sizes because one does 3700 one does 3600s
0: gotcha 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 oh there's the mini there's the yeah
2: mini. so we'll do the magic snap and it'll appear on everybody's screen
0: <laughs> ready ready
2: three two one
0: <laughs> boom there you go <laughs> close, close. Ta-da. <laughs> Ta-da. yeah well, that's cool too like it like a throne go bag like like yeah. i didn't see my old man using this because you know he Lives in a retirement community. There's a golf course there, and he likes to sneak out and yeah. fish all the golf course ponds, even <laughs> though he's not supposed to. Like, I'm still waiting for the phone call. Like, hey, son, I need you to come bail me out of jail because <laughs> I got caught fishing on the golf course. Well,
1: there's a sizable amount of people that go like they're like, I'm going golfing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. They bring fishing yeah. stuff with. Oh, that's
0: him. That's him. <laughs> So I could see, I could see this being utilized for sure in the kayak, the mini or the magnum, you know? Yeah.
2: And then the top on those has a piece of slitted foam in it for like your shiver minnows. If you Mm. wanted to put that up their spoons or it can come completely out and you can throw another utility box on the top. Or again, I've got these guys that are addicted to their snacks, so it'll protect their snacks and food up there too.
0: Or you take the foam out, Nicholas Beltran, and you put your fishing line up there.
2: Ah, there you go. See, that's what I'm talking about. Is some of these cases can you can do whatever?
0: (laughs) Watching out for you, buddy. Fist bump. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, speaking of Nicholas, he dropped a a comment in here. He said, Sarah, how did you like the experience at iCast this year?
2: It's my favorite show. I mean, I go to the Archer Trade Show, I've gone to Shot Show, I do the consumer shows, I've I've done them all. Um, And I really like ICAST. I don't like the heat and setting up the booth and the nice humidity, because it's really disgusting. Um, (laughs) But no, it's just the fishing community is just a great community. The vibe's good. Um, The show is very well put together. Us as vendors coming in, we generally don't have problems. Um, There were a couple issues this year, but they're addressing some of those. So no, it's, it's good and it's done really good for our brand, being able to get at these bigger dealer shows
0: that's cool i like it i like it good question nick yeah keep them up buddy um well let's uh let's transition into uh to archery next i mean falls right around the corner i know right before we started this show jay and i were looking at tree stands and a few other items (laughs) that are on the uh the list of things to get in the very near future before October rolls around, which is very soon. Yeah,
2: October. Okay, so see, this is my West Coast mentality because those of you who don't know, I'm originally from Idaho um, and I've been out here since I took the job with Lakewood back in 2019. And so it's very hard for me because they're all hunting right now. They're baiting bears. They're out doing antelope hunts. Elk season kicks off in like two weeks and I'm starting to rut myself right now um and everybody out here just doesn't get as excited until like october and i'm like what's wrong with you people
0: (laughs) well wisconsin wisconsin bow season opens september 15th doesn't it It
2: does
1: yeah
0: well i know we're gearing up because goose season is about to kick off here well early goose september Mm -hmm. 1st so like our man bradley you better have those geese dialed in bro (laughs) dialed in um but uh yeah we're we're getting antsy and geared up as a me and Jay slowly transition out of fishing into hunting. Yeah. The rest of the crew will still be, still be I, in fish mode. I've been but... setting them trail cam picks. I'm <laughs> like, dude, dude, there's another buck.
2: <laughs> it's that time. We all just start losing our minds a little bit. Next, oh, well, you know,
1: <laughs> I'm already giddy. I'm like ready. Yeah. I was yeah, like, I already but... told I'm getting one on day one. Day Never one?
2: Remember. That's no day fun because you got to just, you know, it's the experience the whole season. That's the fun oh, part. It,
1: I experienced play last year. I'm getting one day one. <laughs>
0: jay Jay had a very rough start to his hunting career last year let's just leave it at that
1: we we put in so much time last year we or you well me but we did but i definitely did i stopped counting after like 100 hours
0: i tried to put you in the most successful situations and instead you were looking the wrong direction that's right
1: hearing the wrong way too apparently Uh yeah I i had a buck run up on me and I thought it was coming from the like just the way the the forest is. I thought it was coming from ahead of me, and I'm like looking, and he's like, and so when we're sitting across from uh, what well, we're on tops of a ravine, so he can see past me and I can see past him, but I I but I'm in an open spot. And I don't want to be like doing this constantly because you know. Well, <laughs> apparently that's what I probably did and spooked that one.
0: I watched this buck walk right <laughs> up behind him. I mean. Uh, slowly walked slowly walks and i'm like oh this is gonna be awesome yeah. this is gonna happen yeah. jay's gonna be so excited his first buck i'm like oh he's gotta be getting close and i see this buck just kind of do this and i'm like oh jay just drew back he's gonna smoke yep, him yeah. he's gonna smoke him next thing i know buck runs away never hear a shot and jay's like did you hear that deer i'm like dude it was like 20 <laughs> yeah. yards in front of you what are you talking about you didn't see that And he's like
1: oh <laughs> maybe i was concussed then too
2: i was gonna say Jane, is this too soon to ask if you're playing with your color crayons without your helmet on I, I, <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh man I love, it. I love it i love it i mean i didn't want to go there but i'm like uh, inquiring minds the world wants to know oh, that's I was
1: just enjoying the view that's all <laughs> <laughs> the woods are really pretty in the fall <laughs> <You know? laughs> Some
0: pretty oh, little man. trees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the bow case, like I'm, I'm super intrigued by this as well because it looks like you guys have some of that uh, plastic built in as a shell, foam yeah. padding, and then it looks like down here in the one corner, like there's some storage compartments or something in there. Yeah. As well. So that
2: picture is actually a pretty good picture just to kind of showcase everything. Um, so that is in the back of a vehicle. The lid is open and then you'll see the bow goes in string down and then we actually have foam pieces that the cams sit on so your string is not going to get like peep turn you're not going to have issues with your d loop rubbing on things like you do in some of the other cases and then down there at the bottom of that photo is what we call an accessory storage case so you can throw your releases tools veins um anything else you need to throw in there goes in there so then again that's not slopping all over cutting your string i mean we've heard the horror stories about people's broadheads sliding off and it cuts their string and then underneath on you can kind of see where my quiver is that's actually my bow so that's why i said that um so where that quiver is where the arrows are underneath there is another case that holds additional arrows
0: oh that's cool
2: yes and so it's a very good all-in-one concept. You drop your bow in. Most of the quivers can stay on with the arrows loaded. So like in that setup situation, you're going down the road, your stuff is protected. But when you get to where you got to go you your park, you grab your stuff and go. You're not having to put your quiver back on, mm-hmm. make sure everything's all taken care of. Um, these cases are also made out of ABS. They are a black ABS versus the white with fishing. We get asked all the time, well, is one stronger than the other? Or why did you guys do that? We went with the white for fishing, just so when you're looking down in there, you can actually see your lures and it also helps with heat. Um, With the black, we just decided to go black just to kind of keep things separate here on the manufacturing end so we know what's what.
0: Nice. Cool. I like that.
2: But yeah, so you can put your stuff in there, zip that up, throw it in the lake if you wanted to, or if you're, you know, boating into your hunting spot, some of the guys have done that and backcountry hunts. um, If it happens to go over, that case will also float because it's got the foam-backed material as well
0: i like it i like it a lot of guys now and like especially the uh the kayak company um i work with new canoe like they're really focusing uh there's there's been a big uh growth in in kayak hunting both for waterfowl but also you know deer and big Mm -hmm. game because our boats will carry so much weight And there's so much public land that is out there that's water access only. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of cool, like that you guys made that case floating as well um, for those instances.
2: So that actually shows the arrow case, the longer case there, and then the accessory case. Um, And that is considered what we call a combo. So if you're on the website, um, we do sell just the bow case itself, but really to get the benefits of everything it's not that much more. Just get the combo. You're going to be happier. You can kind of store more. Mm -hmm. When I used to um, shoot competitive archery and I flew all over, I would then take with my arrow case and accessory case. I took an additional arrow case. I'd put my longer stabilizers in there and then I'd throw my binos in their bino case shooting jerseys. And I'd load that thing up to 50 pounds and then fly with it too. So Mm -hmm. it's just a great storage system.
0: Nice. And you guys have two different sizes, right? The four, I think I saw like the 41 inch and the 43 inch,
2: 45. 45, So the difference is if you kind of scroll up just a smidge there, a little bit more right there, that little diagram. So in the archery world, we all talk lingo to us as axle to axle.
1: Yep.
0: But When
2: you're measuring for the cases, you want to go outside, outside a cam to outside a cam. Okay. Ninety-five oh, yeah. percent of the bows are going to fit in the forty-one inch case, um, but we do have some of the longer hunting setup bows as well as the target bows that will have to go into the forty-five inch.
1: Yeah, some of those cams are massive
2: now.
0: Jay, yeah. they got a a, a purple, pink <gasps> like camo for oh. you, bro.
2: Yeah, but. They also
1: I'll hook have you
0: a, up. A, no, you can't use True Timber. That's no, too manly for you. You no. got to use the Muddy Girl. No, no but I really the like, Muddy Girl I really camo. like the other one. The no, other no. My, no. Like, you are not allowed. It. If <laughs> I will, I tell you what. Camo. I will buy you a bow case, but it's got to be the pink camo. I'll rock this
2: shit. And we're no, and then we're going to embroider your name on it in like teal or something cool too. Like maybe sparkles. I,
1: I dare you. I dare you.
2: Don't dare me because I will do it. So stand I'm d- I'm by.
1: Double, I'm double dog dare you.
2: It's on.
0: That's cool. That's cool. So uh, Nicholas, man, he's coming through tonight. My man. Um, okay,
2: I gotta say, Nicholas, you gotta sh- drop me an email sales at lakewoodproducts.com with your shipping address and I'll get you a goodie.
0: Oh, there you Ooh. go. There you yeah. go. Look at Nicholas. Oh, he's he, coming said, through. he said, he said,
1: Cran J. Oh, yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, so he, he asked two questions. He said, uh, What's your favorite or incredible moment you have ever had in the outdoors?
2: Oh, my gosh. He's digging
0: deep, man. Yeah. I know. Um, He's soul searching tonight.
2: Honestly, um, (laughs) I'm going to have to go with my mountain lion hunt. Um, That is, that's, I will never forget that. And it was my favorite hunt. Um, The adrenaline that you experience on that, especially when you're bow hunting those and they're in the tree and the emotions and everything that went down with that hunt um, just means so much to me and the effort behind it. So, yeah, I would say that would be my favorite hunting experience. Um, And then as far as like incredible moment in the outdoors, I started as a little girl. My dad would take me in the woods, backpacking, camping, you name it. And we went on a hike. I don't remember how old I was. Um, It's that long ago because I'm old. But we were backpacking up in the Mount Adams area. And I just remember like, he's like, you have to carry everything on your back, you know, don't whine or you're not coming again type of a thing. And just, you know, you got to be tough out here. And that feeling that I carried everything I needed on my back, I didn't whine until I saw the truck. And then I had like a total utter little girl meltdown crime because I was like, oh my God, there's a truck and my feet hurt so bad and everything just hurts. And I think that just kind of instilled in me just the mental toughness because Coming from out West, we do a lot of like bivy hunts um, yep. where we would just go in and sometimes I'd solo hunt it and I'd, I'd have buddies on different ridges and stuff like that. But you're in there like seven to 10 days on your own yeah, and you don't have the distractions of a cell phone, society, the news. You, you just you get real with yourself. And so that's just something that was very passionate for me. And I kind of made it my mission for a while to really encourage just other people to get outdoors even if they don't hunt, um, it's just, it's therapeutic to disconnect and Mm -hmm. get your head right, you know, because you can't, when you're alone out there, I mean, your demons come out, you know, everything's in your head and just, it's amazing what your mind can do. And so I think just having that, um, every moment in the outdoors I treasure. So that was a very good question.
0: (laughs) I just realized Sarah is more of a man than both of us combined.
1: I I didn't want to say it. I thought it (laughs) too. Like, like i was like yeah you because know, we were talking about like hey we should go elk hunting. and i'm like we gotta train then and when i say train i mean like lose weight and lift weights <laughs> like i mean i mean like because you i mean that's you know, i i mean i know a couple people out i have a friend out in Idaho, but there's a couple other people too but um i heard how those hunts can go and yeah. obviously youtube introduces you to that but sure if you're not physically doing it and we've had a little taste of it oh yeah you know i'm like um
0: There was a few times last fall I thought I was going to have to carry you out of the woods. I know.
1: (laughs) It's like, just think how easy, like, flat, like, cornfield hunting is. (laughs) You know, just. The
0: experience. And then then you get them into the terrain, you know, the ups and downs as you get closer to the Mississippi River Valley. And uh, Jay wasn't ready for that, I don't think. Well, we both. We both weren't. We both weren't. We we both weren't. But there
1: was a few times where you're like.
2: I probably take
1: (sighs) too much crap with me, too.
2: Okay. But I do too, because here's my deal. I get cold. And so everybody always, well, and I get hungry or or hangry if I don't eat. And so between yeah, snacks sure. and clothes, I always overpack. But that's one thing I always like trying to tell people because I'm going to go on a little bit of a soapbox. so Bear with me. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> you know, like social media nowadays has made it where you guys just said it. Well, I don't think I can do that because I'm not in CrossFit and I don't eat this mm. and I don't eat that. And I don't yes and no i mean your body takes a beating out there but i have also been on hunts with guys who are insanely fit and they eat everything they're supposed to they train Mm -hmm. way more than me i mean while i'm doing a six ounce eight ounce curl whatever you wanted over here at the bar you know they're doing crossfit for the second time that day i have been on situations where it literally comes down to your mind
0: sure i believe that i
2: mean i've been in situations trying to pack elk out and you're going up this and i just remember looking at the top going i'm never gonna get there and it's like okay (laughs) shut up you can't talk like that am i breathing hard am i dripping with sweat yeah but it's kind of a mindset that really when you're outdoors like that it helps you in regular everyday life because Mm -hmm. it's a one foot in front of the other and you just got to keep going. And eventually you're going to get to the top. Now, are you going to get there as fast as this guy? Maybe, maybe not. Because like I said, I've had CrossFit guys cry like little girls out there. (laughs) And I'm looking at them going, what is your problem? And they're like, I can't do this. This is just, this is so hard. And it's like, get your shit together. I don't know if I can say that. You're fine. Um, You're fine.
1: I let it (laughs) fly. So you get one too. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: You no, know, but it's like, get your shit together. It, a lot of it comes down to mental toughness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we want people to be physically fit when the flatlanders come out, as we call them out there, because it is you can cover more ground during the day because you might have to go chase an elk eight miles. Yeah. You know, he's bugling here and he takes off. Yeah. But don't let that discourage you. I mean, and that's one thing, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I don't do that. So I can never hunt out west. No, don't don't do that.
1: Yeah. And I think it's more of a cardio thing. I mean, that's it largely. Is. Yep. because you know I I picked up mountain biking again um because of that because I was like man I like I don't do anything with in a kayak these days like I don't even pedal anymore I'm like lazy I got a battery and a motor <laughs> like you know I mean so the, for the very reason that I got into kayak I was like this will be a great transition well that transition took turned into like mechanical <laughs> you know and me not so much but yeah I mean but yeah I mean uh I mean we we went a lot of places. We walked. We covered. It was funny because we we went pheasant hunting and it's funny because like we were the dogs. So like that is like some of the worst. Oh, you walk so many miles doing that?
0: Our man Richard from Eastport Marina is in the chat. He said, "I need at least one pack mule to carry my stuff." Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's why Richard, you always hunt with somebody who you marginally like. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, that's great! He's going to ask yeah. us if we want to go hunt with yeah, him yeah. now.
1: I, but now I'm wondering, don't we go together? Yeah,
0: like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think? Yeah. I know, geez, man. I just, like, carry less crap. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 try
0: telling you that last season i know um super cool we got off topic there but that's cool yeah, um, um, a moment. that's okay nicholas the second part to nicholas question um yeah, the the two questions he said um what do you think is the biggest factor that these products in in lakewood the company as a whole uh outshines some of the rest
2: customer service
0: nice i
2: mean and I can honestly say that because I, again, where I lived, everybody was SKB cases. That's where they were. That's what you did. Um, I actually got introduced to the owner of Lakewood at the Archer Trade Association show. Oh my gosh. Now, probably like seven years ago okay. um, through another company and mutual friends. And they're like, you got to check these cases out and you got to like meet them. And I just remember at first, I mean, it's a stigma thing because we all think Hard, heavy, huge, has to protect everything. And so sure. I remember I looked at him and I'm like, ah, I don't know about this stuff. And so I tried one and I took it on a hunting trip. And I was the girl that ran my bowcase over. Mm-hmm. And I just remember going, why did I do this? I just, I've got my bowcase in there and now everything's going to be broke. And I remember looking at it and it was fine and it did great. So, then at that point, kind of like a relationship, you start trusting and you're like, well, now I'm going to throw my expensive <laughs> target bow setup in there. We're going to fly and we're going to see what happens. And I mean, these cases have been to Africa. Gun cases have been all over the world. The fishing cases have even been flowing. Um, we used to load them up with lures and fly them down to ICAST. So, the biggest thing there is having that customer service. And we really pride ourselves on being like Lakewood family. Like you truly feel like family. And I can say that well before I ever came to work here. I mean, that was one of the reasons it made me move across the entire U S and leave my life behind (laughs) in Idaho was to come work for this company because I love what they stand for. I love how they pride themselves on that. Um, I just talked to a gentleman, he actually, He was very honest. He called and he's like, I broke my case. I did this. Um, It came off the back of my four wheeler. He's like, I know you say lifetime warranty, so I know I'm going to have to pay. But he goes, really, the only thing that's wrong is the zipper. What do you want me to do? We fixed it. You know, we try to get stuff done. We try to resolve the problems. We try to make sure people are happy. And you'll find that a Lakewood customer, once they buy it, they're very loyal and they will come back and back and spend their hard earned money because We're not the cheapest, um, because we are made here in America and the quality of materials that go into it, it's back to that saying, you get what you pay for, but then what is also helps is what's after the sale. Um, I love going to the consumer shows and people coming up and they show you their hunting photos and they talk to you and they ask you questions and they're like, you just are talking to them like friends and family Sure. customer service
0: that that's super huge. I mean, uh. Earlier today, me and Jay had a little discussion about my Amazon escapades this week. Oh, and yeah. like, uh, hey, Jeff Bezos. Uh, <laughs> yeah, take that, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. I. Hey, normally I keep clean. But really, like if the other day, that poor girl, man, I felt bad after I hung up the phone. But I was like, this is the most painful experience I've ever yeah. had in my entire life trying to deal with a company like and it wasn't anything i did nothing i did yeah all right we we got to change subjects because otherwise (laughs) i'm gonna get really worked up
1: another soapbox talk (laughs) i'm I'm just gonna say customer service is definitely where a lot of companies
0: go (laughs) oh absolutely you know it goes a long way you know Mm -hmm. it's uh, it's super huge
2: no we try to be prompt on replies i mean there's a fine line because sometimes at 10 o'clock at night when a message comes through i'm like oh can you just wait till eight o'clock in the morning you know (laughs) but I respond back, or somebody else will respond. Like we try to just to make sure we can get a hold of people. And I had a situation where I took a little bit of playtime on the way down. Uh, Jay and I were actually talking about that before I cast. And so I was on the road. And so it, sometimes working while you're on the road can be a little bit difficult. And somebody sent their pictures in for a warranty thing. And I just was honest with him. I'm like, I'm not going to get back to you till this date. You know, I'm down here at sure. ICAST, and it was just a communication thing because I think us as humans, if you communicate, we don't get as angry.
1: Mm-hmm. Even if there's going to be a delay, right? Like, yeah. All right, you acknowledge me. All right. All yep. Right.
0: Well, and that's huge too, right? Like you guys aren't like some huge, ex- like no. ridiculous company where like your call center is probably in another country or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like. You know, you're talking direct with somebody that's there working like you can actually have a conversation with like, whereas in my experience the other day, like I asked a question and that gal sat quiet for like three minutes before she even responded. I was like, are you there? (laughs) Yes, sir. I am here. Just give me one minute, please. No, and you call
2: in and unfortunately, you're probably going to get stuck talking to me. And if it's not me, then you know who answers the phone with liquid questions? Our owner. So that's what's really cool is we don't have a lot of people. Um, it is a smaller company, but it kind of gives you that one-on-one touch.
0: Nice. Our man, Dustin Nichols in the chat. Casey's, Casey Starnes. What's <laughs> up, guys? So you guys also have a, a crossbow case as well. And then also uh, your bow case, you also have a side-by-side where you can put two bows in one case too. Yeah. Right? So
2: on the... Traditional compound vertical bows, we have a double bow case. And then on the guns, we have a double gun case. Um, the crossbow cases have been a little bit tricky for us because there's so many different size crossbows out there. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure.
0: So
2: if somebody's looking at the crossbow case, we have two. We have our crossbow case and crossbow case junior is what we call it. The junior is more for like the Raven 26s, 29s, the really small little guys. Um, if you look at the regular crossbow, I just always tell people I'm like, I, the measurements are listed, please make sure you measure, I mean, and measure everything on that crossbow because the crossbow market's so all over the place right now, it's kind of hard to just get that case dialed in completely, but it's a good case to drop in concept, throw everything in there. Same thing with the gun cases.
0: Very cool. I'm just pulling up this uh, double bow case real quick, and this is the bigger (laughs) one. Let's see if we can get an overhead shot. i mean kind of the same as before but uh super cool i like the thought of that and um i guess we'll finish up with the the firearms case so you already talked about like the double rifle slash shotgun case Mm -hmm. um you know small So
2: we went we used to have a separate rifle case and a separate shotgun case and everybody's like We don't want to have to buy two different cases. We want to be able to throw our shotguns in for waterfowl, turkey, whatever, and then take off and go deer hunt with it. So we changed the dimensions a little bit. That's our pistol case. Um, Or we have guys that throw um, some of their electronics in there, laptops, you name it. Um, So we basically combined our gun cases into one. So you're going to have the regular gun case, the longer version, and then the double. Nice. And so that's the double right there.
0: Boom. Um and Those flow
2: too. Yep, those flow. And the double actually has wheels because it gets a little heavier going through the airports.
1: Ooh. So like the uh <clears throat> the pistol one, can you do that for like the well? I mean, I guess you could take anything through there, but is it like approved TSA if you're gonna fly with your pistol?
2: The pistol is not. Um, our gun cases are they have the three-point locking system, so it meets TSA compliance, and they mm-hmm. are a hard case, even though Technically, we have a soft side to our case. It is still a hard case. It's made out of the ABS, so it meets all the TSA standards. The pistol case is a hard case, but it doesn't have the three point locking system on it that TSA requires.
3: Okay.
0: Sorry, Jay.
1: Yeah, well, I'm just saying, nice case. You no,
0: know, a lot of yeah.
2: people love that just in their trucks, different things. It looks more like a computer laptop case if you mm-hmm. are carrying it around, and it's kind of a little less inconspicuous with today's world.
0: Look at yeah. that revolver. I like that, I know that's like that's <laughs> kind of sexy. That like Does a that 40, come if, with the case? That's a I'm <laughs> <Yeah. sure. laughs> well, like, like you talked about, you could throw binos, walkie talkies, you a yeah. release in there, range finder, GPS, all that good stuff. Multi-use case. If uh, if uh, my friend Jay here wanted this in the pink camo as well, is that Absolutely. is that doable? All right, Just Watching I, out for it's you. It's got
1: to be embroidered though, like we talked about. It's fine it is It is. It's, it's going to have
2: silver sparkly threads on it that say Jay. <laughs> and I'm going to get you the pistol case, the bow case. And I think I'm going to even do a gun case.
0: Oh, there you go. Oh man. There you go! You know, I love it. I
1: dare you. I dare you. I so dare you. I'm
2: shaking your hand, man. It's on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that's great that's great well and the one thing i i thought was cool too was this uh was the clay the clay uh, yeah. case as well because you know you and i go shoot clays once in a while um but you know you could throw your spent shells in the center mm-hmm. you know shells off to the side the ears eyes can all go that's, in there yeah
2: that's very popular we do a lot with the scholastic clay target program for the kids oh that's and- cool that one's a huge case. And then that is a perfect example, too. We have customers who will order that, and then they do a special request to have foam, have it lined with foam. Okay. And they're putting their camera equipment in there.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't think about that either. That. Yeah. Yep. Good crossover. Boom. Ooh, look at that. It's
1: funny because, like, my house is so case-centric. I like, have so many different cases. It's <laughs> like, I just love like modular See, situations. Jay, there's
2: your case right
0: there. There it is, dude. I know it's there. It is pink. It's so pretty. Just imagine <laughs> Jay and silver sparkly threads right across the front of that dude, for you,
1: dude. I'm like way ahead of you. Bedazzle it away. <laughs> no, and that is Jay shows that's... up to the clay range with a bedazzled case. Like, it's uh, gonna happen. Uh, uh, all I know is I gotta definitely make sure I'm on top of my shooting game. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna show up yeah. like that. You know, <laughs> shows up, doesn't even hit one yeah. play. I'm just going to be like, you know, upside down. <laughs> it's all about that pink case, bro. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that you know, is- and that is
2: something, though, Um, for those listening, Christmas is coming up, um, birthday presents that we do customization on the cases. You can't order it online that way. We have because it's a customized case. Like pretty much you buy sure. it. It's yours type of a thing because we do embroider names on it. And then, if you any people have like businesses and they want to do their like construction logo and do like a bunch of gun cases for gifts, um, if you do like six or more, we can actually do your logos on the cases too.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's a yeah. cool idea. She can
1: embroider.
0: Yeah,
1: I didn't know it's that
0: way getting. No, she was being serious. Here. I was. You didn't serious. see her name embroidered on her bow case when I had it pulled up. <clears throat> Uh, I didn't notice it until she said, "That's my bow case." And then I noticed Sarah wasn't yeah. embroidered on the side of it.
1: <laughs> just in case oh. she forgets. Oh, this
2: <laughs> Hey, it's that hair color. I need to name badges <laughs> all the time.
0: <laughs> oh man. Well, that's super cool. I mean, did we miss anything? This has been super fun. I just we're having a blast here. But is there anything like else you want to touch on or hit on before we? Uh, before we wrap up here. Um... No,
2: um, just check us out online. Definitely follow social media. We do tons of fun things on social media, especially when we're at the shows. We'll do what we call the Lakewood tough challenge, make people stand on cases. That's always fun. And then um, if anybody's looking to buy anything, we do have a code running right now. If they type in the code tagged out, um, like you've tagged out on a deer, uh, they will get free shipping. So you Set can do caps, that.
1: Lower caps.
2: Um, it doesn't matter. Caps are lower. Um, We've got some cool apparel on there. We're starting to kind of build that a little bit. The demand has been there. So people want some swag and we're working on that hot fire merch to get out to everybody.
0: Nice. nice. I'm putting this promo code down in the chat. Yeah, And uh, those of you listening on the podcast platforms, we'll we'll drop that in the show notes as well. Um, Instagram is just at Lakewood products. All lowercase, same on Facebook, right? Like I know originally, like I searched it and it just, I just put in Lakewood products and you guys popped up right away. Yeah. Uh, What else are you guys on?
2: We've got YouTube, we are starting to slowly revive that, but there's some really good product videos, Tackle Tip Tuesday videos, some other things going on there. Um, Yeah. Those are kind of main platforms everybody's on anymore. So
0: cool. Yeah. And on YouTube, it's just Lakewood products. I just looked that up. Yep, I think I actually watched some of these.
2: Yeah, and then we've got some links in there to some of our other partners and pros and different things, too. And they always have great stuff on there with their, you know, showcasing kind of their Lakewood things. Um, So, yeah, and if anybody out there currently has stuff, tag us. We love to give shout outs and kind of share that Lakewood family vibe as everybody's out fishing and doing things with their kids. So
0: Nice, nice. Very cool. Very cool. Man, I'm like... Can't wait till you get your pink camo bags with your silver, <laughs> silver sparkly threads. Me neither.
2: I'm so excited! I'm going to put the embroidery order in tomorrow morning. I'm going
0: I'm oh to have my, I'm going to have my daughter put makeup on you and like get you looking all spectacular. we got to go to a photo shoot out in the woods, dude. We got to make you insta famous, bro. You know
1: how scary that sounds? Yes. Like, we got to go to a photo shoot in the woods. Yeah. With makeup not going on. Anywhere yeah.
0: with you anymore. Dude, we're gonna make you insta famous. Look at even Casey Starnes. He said he's laughing his yeah. butt off.
1: I'm gonna I gotta do something like everybody know I'm here. <laughs> I love it.
0: Oh Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time out tonight to uh just sit down, chat with us, share the good word in Lakewood. Um, guys and gals, please go check these guys out. They got some really cool, unique stuff. If you guys are listening on the podcast platforms, I know you didn't see some of the photos and stuff we rolled through but again uh the web address will be down in the show notes go check them out um like sarah said use that promo code tagged out for free shipping and uh yeah get decked out maybe you want to send jay a pink camo case or something yeah
1: please i
2: know Uh, i'm going to start up like a venmo account like cases for jay
0: (laughs) (laughs) right nicholas beltran said thanks sarah great asset for lakewood products uh casey starn said great show um well dustin was in that chat there richard love you brother hope you're doing well down there in 10 ic uh i'll be reaching out to you here shortly for a couple things uh jay final thoughts
1: nope no no it's a good show (laughs) thanks for coming on appreciate it
2: yes no i appreciate you guys having me very much so thank you and I'll get your helmet matching your cases too. So,
0: oh, See? there you go. There's your helmet. Now, your helmet. now. Yeah. Dustin <laughs> said, good stuff, yo. Love it. <laughs> Love you, brother. Hope you're doing well. Um, everybody, thank you as always. Uh, next week. Uh, so, last week we had a real interesting show. You missed it. I know you were watching some of it mm-hmm. from down in Tennessee. You know, we got into a, a few topics as far as like professional anglers, you know, kayak anglers stepping up taking the next step a lot of you reached out and said you just really enjoyed that show we thank you guys for all the kind words and in that a bunch of guys were asking like for advice on how to market themselves how to make that next step to get sponsorships and things like that so i believe that show is going down next thursday uh i believe we're gonna have uh mike mckinstry and drew gregory and maybe one other person on with us, some of the bigger names in the industry talking and sharing their expertise. You know, Mikey's got the big uh, marketing background. So we're mm-hmm. going to be talking about that stuff next week. So get ready, boys and girls. That's if going to uh,
2: be a good show, really good show. And I, yeah, quick little thing, because, I mean, we deal with that with our pro staff and ambassadors and what we look for in them. And so many people are just not on the same wavelength. So anybody sure. out there listening right now, tell your buddies, you guys all should join in on that next week because yeah. hearing that from the professionals on what's making it work for them and what the manufacturers and companies want, that's a huge deal right now.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's such a huge thing. Like I know I get approached about it all the time. I know you get messages and stuff like that. And it's uh, it's something I think, you know, like, we talked about last week, like we're trying to, you know, be that positive force in the Mm -hmm. industry. And, you know, so many people are eager to take that next step. And I think they kind of shoot themselves in the foot and don't do it the right way. And they have their hopes up and then they get turned down and then they get shy about it, you know? Mm -hmm. So if we can help steer some guys in the right direction and, you know, help create these faces and names that could be marketable and, you know, help bring, you know, outside sponsors and things into our sport. Like it could be nothing but great things for us, which, you know, that's the way we're heading. So, um, be sure to tune in. If you guys are new to the channel or new to the podcast, we're here live on Facebook and YouTube every Thursday night at seven central eight Eastern five o'clock out on the West coast automatically gets, uh, uploaded to all the major podcast platforms right after we get done being live. So Uh, I know Dan has got his second episode of Advanced Egler coming out tomorrow afternoon. Uh, Brad's got an epic episode talking about some upland hunting on Saturday. Dustin Nichols has got his saltwater segment on Sunday. uh, Chatting with Luke Prentice about his uh, kayak fitness uh, stuff that he's been doing. And then Monday, Tim Perkins on bass fishing for noobs talking about spinner baits about
1: all sorts mag-
2: of good stuff all You're sorts of good maxed stuff out,
0: huh? maxed out with what bro i don't know man, that's a lot like well i've like, uploaded it all, i've <laughs> uploaded it all already for the week like i've been trying to like keep you guys in the loop get like this stuff uploaded so you kind of know what's coming up uh so yeah um i could tell you some other shows that are coming up next week thursday baggio sunglasses on the final cast i told you about our show yeah. Uh I don't know about Wednesday yet. Mindset uh co-angler's gonna be on talking about the mindset of a co-angler. There you go. See, look at all that good stuff. Wow. All right, boys and girls. A an plus as always. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, tight lines, smooth paddling. Peace.